people smart, enabling organisations and individuals to be disability inclusive and accessible. Hello everyone and welcome to this Be People Smart podcast. My name is Jodie Greer. I'm the founder and the managing director of Be People Smart. So today we're going to be talking about neurodiversity, but the subject today is neurodiverse, not neurodiverse-ish. We do see a lot more conversation going on now about neurodiversity, which is fantastic. And there's a lot of conversation around autism, around dyslexia, often ADHD, so attention um, deficit hyperactivity disorder. But neurodiversity is so much more than that. And I am absolutely delighted today to be joined by a fantastic guest speaker, Heidi, and I'll let Heidi introduce herself. So Heidi, can you just say hello and tell us a bit about yourself? Hi everyone, um, I'm Heidi Glasser and I am 25 and I'm in 26th this Saturday. Oh, early happy birthday Heidi. Yeah. Excellent stuff. So Heidi, you're very, very open about yourself and you know you've got quite a public profile. So it's you know common knowledge that you have Down syndrome. But of course, some of our listeners won't know that, and some of our listeners won't understand what Down syndrome is. So can you tell us a bit about it? So let me take you back to your science lessons when you learn about chromosomes. Okay. So basically, um the average human being has has 46 chromosomes, but people with Down syndrome, like me and my husband, has has 47 chromosomes. It's an extra copy of Tuesday 21, but it can't hold us back when we're doing anything. Thank you, because that is kind of linked to what I wanted to ask you next, which was, what would you say is different for someone with Down syndrome to someone who might consider themselves neurotypical? Well, I would say that it just takes us um, a lot longer to do stuff because um, when babies, um, neurotypical babies, um, learn to work at 10 minutes, but um, I really learned to work in the last two and a half. Oh, interesting. So thank you for that. It just helps people it understand the last. Sorry, it takes a lot, a lot longer. Well, that's, that's good stuff. So you mentioned, of course, when you were a child. So going back to your school days, how did the education system work for you then? I had a fantastic school experience. Excellent. I had like um, some, I had like a Senko to work with me, as is the one who works with people with disabilities called Mrs. Hemming. She had me for over 70 year six, as seniors and medal. Excellent. It's really nice to hear the positives. Is there anything that you've identified that you would like to see changed in the UK schooling system? Oh, I do think I like to change anything. Well, you know what? It's just so nice to hear that someone's had such a positive experience, and I'm really pleased for you. I would like to see the, the students have the same what they want. That's actually a really good point because I think it's often just given, there's no discussion. Yeah, they used to. Um, I want them to have a, have them let them have a say. We didn't. Yeah, I think it's important because, of course, we all learn differently as well. And sometimes, if you're not listening, there's a reason young people aren't learning as quickly. Yeah, I um I learn my um 
by doing it. So like um, I'm a kinesthetic learner. I'm the same as you. I'm definitely a learner by doing. You can't just show me. I need to do it for myself. Yes, I like. Absolutely the same. For example, when I um, I live on my own and the I sports I don't do it for me, they do it with me. Yes, I really like that actually. That's that's a really good way of explaining it. It'd be good for teachers to learn some more of that as well. Yeah. So, Miss Heidi, you do an awful lot, but when you aren't raising awareness of equality, and we're going to talk more about that, what is your usual day job? I used to work in a hair salon in Lamington, and it's a children's hair salon called Raspberry Hair Salon, but because of COVID, the salon sit down, so I had to have my notice in. Oh, that's actually quite sad. Are you missing it? Yes, I am a lot. It was the best job ever. Oh, that's but, nice. I, but thankfully, my little sister, because of having me, I, I've actually inspired her career path. Oh, fantastic. So what's she doing here? Um, she works for Grapevine, and it's inspiring people like me, jobs. Oh, wonderful. So um, the siblings can benefit as well from having a child with Down syndrome. Oh, right, yeah, absolutely. Because my um, sister's got... I've, because of having me in her life, she wants to work with disabilities, and my other brother wants to be, my brother wants to be a learning disability teacher, because of having me in their lives. <laughs> You've had a massive influence on your family, Heidi. Yeah. A very positive one, by the sounds of it. Yeah, I so. So we talked a bit about sort of education and work, but of course, you worked in a hair salon, so I'm guessing you had to have some form of qualification for that. What did you have to achieve? Well, um, I went to um, I went to Hartling. So while I was in year ten in school, um, in secondary school, I um, did like a day release in the CWT in Radford. I did like a hair and beauty I did a hair and beauty course, an introduction to hairdressing. And I found it really good because I learned by doing it. Yeah, and we talked about that, didn't we? And I take it you enjoyed it from you saying it was the best job in the world. I enjoy, I, I enjoyed it a lot. I enjoy my, um, I enjoyed the hair course because um, I, I like to be, I'm a, I'm a very creative person. And I love my hair and makeup. I was going to say, I see a lot of photos of you looking glamorous. Do you do your own hair? Well, my um, my support staff is my hair. Just support the, um, staff. She's a great hairdresser. <laughs> thank you. She um she picked it up from her um sister. Her sister and her mum was a hairdresser, so she picked it up from them. Oh, so she was influenced by her family the same way yours have been by you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, that's great stuff. But in the but in the beauty, in the beauty sector. Yeah, definitely in the beauty sector. But um, she certainly uh helps add some glamour to uh. An already glamorous lady, doesn't she? Thank you. I've got a birthday card saying glam stuff. I can see why. Because I'm glamorous and I'm small. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm quite small as well, got to be honest. Um, so oh, when, wow. you've got, when you've just got time for Heidi, what do you like to do? I like to sing, I like to dance. I'm a very, I'm a big fan of X Factor. Oh, okay. Um, my favourite one is season five. You even remember the seasons? I even remember who wins. Who wins. So who was your favourite winner ever? Alexander Burke. 
That was a very fast answer. You're definitely a fan. I'm doing the cow because he's cute. If you give me and I get X Factor quiz like a year, I can tell you who won that year. Uh, I just don't have the memory for stuff like that. You can just say the year and I can say the winner. So what if I said 2015? That was Louise Johnson. That was fast. I'm not even going to check because I have not She was mental, she was mental, How do you absorb so much information, Heidi? Well, I watch it quite a lot. I watch, I watch old seasons of it. Yeah, I'm still impressed. I, there's lots of things I watch a lot, and then people ask me questions about them, and I just can't remember. I, I can also say The Winning Kids as well. Do you like all of these shows, or is it just X Factor for you? I love all of them, but I'm playing X Factor. But my favourite one, and I just love Jim McCaldry. <laughs> He's got the most gorgeous face. Is he your TV crush? Probably, yes. <laughs> if it wasn't Manny, it'd be me, yes. Yeah, we're all allowed TV crushes because they're they're like not real, but it's it's nice. Oh, to... His cheeks. Uh, don't blame. And, him. and even better, he was on the same place as Phil Cole. Oh, see, I didn't know that either. They're both on Newcastle. So Heidi, what are you going to be doing for your own birthday? Well, um, I'm not sure what's happening because um my my husband has got um a, a some plan for me in the evening. And I'm not sure what it is. Oh, that's really sweet. I like a bit of romance. But I do have a sneaky suspicion of what it is. Oh, do you? Would... I think it's going to be Android and Cinderella. Oh, do you know, I've lost track, to be honest, of what's open, what's not yet. Well, I've got a sneaky suspicion of that. And are you hoping it's that? Yes, it is. <laughs> I do like a bit of theatre. Are you a theatre fan? Yes, my husband is mad. My husband is mad on Angel or Rubber. So ah, that's a good okay. fact. <laughs> What's the favourite thing you've ever seen in the theatre? Oh, um, The Lion King. Yeah, see, I really liked it, but my favourite ever was Wicked. I've never seen that. Really, really enjoyed that. But to be honest, I like loads of shows. I just really like them. So I, I wasn't actually a kind of theatre person to the Met Games. I, I do like theatre, but I'm not, I do, I am a fan of theatre, but not of not, not Mrs. James. Yeah, well, it's, it, but it's nice because it's something that you can sort of just enjoy with him as well, isn't it? Yeah, I really want to see the Lion King for my birthday. Ah, okay. In I, I love Lion King. I was sitting right on the end and then Pumba appeared beside me. Who's <laughs> <laughs> your favourite in the Lion King? Oh, I think it'd have to be Pumba. Yeah, Pumba was definitely me. Yeah. As in, no, my husband. So, if I wasn't the Lion King, I'd definitely be Nala. Talking about your husband, romance, and good times, you had a big life event in lockdown last year, didn't you? Yeah, I got married. And I can't believe you got married in lockdown. That's amazing. So many weddings got cancelled. How was it? It was the first wedding in. It was the first wedding that that was allowed. Ah, interesting. And how yeah, was your day? It was, it was great. It was the fourth of July last year, so it's our anniversary this Sunday. So you got a birthday on Saturday and your first wedding anniversary on Sunday. I know. 
It's a good celebration week. It's his birthday on the 28th of June. Then my arms are in July. Then my wedding anniversary is the after. Well, you've got a busy weekend coming up. Yeah, forget that for me and my family. So, you, you're just so positive, Heidi, right? But to be fair, this is probably your most positive week of the year. But um, it's so nice to obviously get a different sort of take on sometimes what people misconceive. So people often misunderstand certain conditions and that might include Down syndrome. Do you ever come across people that have misconceptions of Down syndrome? And if you do, is there anything you'd really like them to know? Um, I know that I have came across people who misconceive Down syndrome, but I do know that when I was born, my mum called my dad to never get married. Okay, so they thought that that would what your future would hold. But they didn't know. Well, then, into the night. Sorry, I love that song. It's fine. So, absolutely. So, you're talking really about education, aren't you? People need to just learn more about what's going on around them. I also have trained midwives. Oh, do you? And the training nurses in the university. That's actually quite amazing. And the fact that you're training midwives and nurses leads me to ask you about the other big thing going on in your life right now, which is a very important court case that you're very passionate about, isn't there? Yeah. Do you want to tell us a bit about that? Well, I'm going back to, um, you know about my husband? Yep. Well, um, he's got a job as well with the education thing for it. He's working with her pads, possibly about that syndrome. Okay. He's he's packing the boxes for um for like information. Of, he only didn't have very good information in hospitals. Yeah. He's doing that for my friend Nicola. So what? He's actually providing the information. Yeah. Oh, okay. So is this also all about educating people on Down syndrome? Well. Babies with Down syndrome. It's, it's actually for new mothers, so they won't be scared. They can just look at it. Oh, that's great! I'd love to see. And that's the reason why there's so many abortions because they're so they've always been told the negatives. So, for the sake of yeah. our listeners who don't know about your court case, can oh. you tell us then what the terms are right now around? And I know it's around abortion. And what it is you're trying to change? So at the moment, the law of the land is that a baby without Down syndrome can be aborted up to 24 weeks. But a baby like me and James can be aborted up to birth. And that is downright discrimination. And it's all because they have Down syndrome. Yeah, I mean, obviously you and I have spoken before, Heidi, and this still makes my blood run cold, I've got to say. And I, I just, it, it just shocks me. So... I, your your court case, what is it you're asking for? What do you want? I'm asking for equality in the womb. But some people, if you um, get the wrong end of the stick, and what? they can hit between subjects. Oh, really? I do. They're talking about um, that my court case is stopping all abortions, but it's not. Oh, I see. They think you're kind of like anti-choice rather than just trying to create equality. Yeah, I'm just trying to equate equality. That's what I'm trying to do. And how is it going? 
It is going very well. It's, it's on next week. Oh. Going to London on Monday. That's really soon. And what, what's your following and your support been like? It's been very good. Um, I, my mum said that my cupcakes is over £1,000. Okay. I can, I can buy the recent one. Oh, sorry. Um, a hundred thousand. Oh, I'll do it later. So your court case, you've raised over a hundred thousand pounds. Yeah, we managed to. Um, I'm very proud of this because um, we actually managed to reach um twenty five k in the first bit of lockdown. Wow. So do you know how many people are supporting you? Have you got any idea? Um, my mum's supporting me. <laughs> and I've got a support staff. I got I got um balances. Oh yeah, um one of the one of our balances has has sadly can't, can't do it anymore. We got a new one now. Okay, and are they going okay? I think they're right. Our solicitor Paul Conrad has got all his um has got all his um sorry my solicitor Paul Conrad has um has got all his expert witnesses my mum was doing an update on sunday about the court case oh, that's going to be live streamed so people can um find out all about it that is great stuff i have got i have got a lot of support I think I think that's really important isn't it and for anyone listening i mean you know by the time this airs um, the case may already have been heard, but of course, whatever the outcome. Yeah, absolutely. But whatever the outcome, whether the case is ongoing, whether the case is complete, and whatever the outcome, of course, we still need people to understand. Um, you know, literally the inequality of where we're at right now, but also to understand better that different is okay and actually different's good we're all different yeah so so is there anything you would really like people to know like if there was one really big message you could give to people from this mess from this podcast what would it be that we are amazing (laughs) just the way we are is that all human beings Heidi yes and to see, the, to see people behind the end of Yeah, absolutely. It just gives you more to love. Um, on, on the uh, subject of obviously differences and so on, there is something I wanted to ask you, just out of kind of really educating folk and giving them a really clear picture. Is there anything that you're happy to share that you do need support with day to day? Look at my husband, because he's obviously a nightmare. <laughs> yeah, but I think we all need some support sometimes looking after our partners. Probably the cooking. Uh, cooking, okay. But is it something you enjoy? Yeah. So, do you still live uh, with your uh, mother, Heidi? Thankfully not. <laughs> but I still love her. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you and your husband have your own place? Yes, we do. We live in Charlesmore. Oh, great. So how, how have you found um, settling into married life in your own home? And apart from him breaking wind, it's, it's, it's very fun. 
And we have and we have a, we have we got a new favorite TV show. A new TV show. A new favorite TV show. Oh. Last of the Summer Wine. You like that? It's so funny. It's a bit upsetting because the last favorite character is dead in the film. I can't oh. believe you have the Last of the Summer Wine. That's so random. Our favorite character is Compo. That's just found Blast of the Summer Wine. It, that was when I was a child. That was something my dad loved to watch. I love it too. We we watch it as um we used to have a film night. Now that is a film night. <laughs> I've been watching Friends from the beginning again because my partner's never seen it and we've watched it all what? the way through. He's never seen Friends. He'd never seen it. Oh, hasn't lived. We're on series eight now. Series eight. What's your favourite series? Oh, see, do you know what? I love Friends. I don't know if I've got a favourite. I like them series five. I would have to probably say series one purely because it was literally the beginning and it's when you got to know the characters and that sort of stuff. So maybe right at the beginning was my favourite. Oh, um, oh, I think, I think it's got to be Ross's wedding to Emily. Oh, that's so funny. Wait, I hate you Rachel. Yeah. <laughs> You've got such a detailed memory, Heidi. Yeah, that's that's one of my favourite TV shows. My favourite episode has to be the one um, when Chandler and Monica are dating and um, Joey has to um, give it a secret. Oh, yeah, that is good. So Joey's really funny. Yeah, I like it when, um, quite inappropriate, when they plug a video camera and they're making love. No, they all make me laugh. Heidi, you have a mind that is like a sponge for information. No, it's wonderful. I'd love to be able to retain facts the way you do. Thank you. I have a question. Sometimes neurodiverse conditions have certain traits. Are you just a sponge for information or is it kind of typical for people with Down syndrome to be able to just hold on to so much useful information? My husband is very good at um, remembering numbers. Just, I just think it, it's, it's a real skill. Like, if I don't write something down, it's gone. And I'm just thinking, you know, I don't know um, how much you know about, like, with autism and dyslexia, but typically people have certain traits. Like, people with autism tend to be very analytical, high-end autism, this is. And then people with dyslexia are often very, very creative. So it's those kind of things that also not only are a difference, but they're actually an added value, an added skill set. And I was just wondering if there's things like that with Down syndrome. And I was also curious if the memory thing was any link. I'm, I'm not sure. I think I just got um, a photograph of memory. Yeah, that's, that's, that's great, that is. I'm, um, I'm really envious. I'm my mum says it's a Heidi-ism. It's a heidi So it's not a James-ism then. He's not got the same skill set. James-ism is, a, um, is, James-ism is telling tales. <laughs> so Heidi you know you're what 25 you've already you know created a career 
you've already got quite a public following you've got married what's next what do you want to do um win the court case win the court case absolutely and what about after the court case you've had so much time of course wrapped around you know the court case itself raising awareness of it and all the bits in between what are you going to do with yourself when you've won i'm positive i'm sorry i'm positive when you've won and also um when you've had time to kind of reflect what do you want to do are there things you want to achieve places you want to go oh um i want to go back to Weymouth. just for a holiday yeah, we, are, we are going to Weymouth for three weeks that's quite a long holiday isn't it i know because Oh, I see. Is that where his family lives? Yes. Ah, that makes sense. So you get to go and see the in-laws and have a holiday at the same time. Yeah. And the and the best bit of um the best bit of is that I can't go I can't go back to comedy without having a Rossi's Rossi's ice cream. What's a Rossi's ice cream? It, it it's the shop on it off the name. Oh, I see. So if I ever go to Weymouth, I need to have a Ross's ice cream. Yes, it's the best. <laughs> so who does the cooking from you and James then? We normally do it together. Oh, okay. What, do you eat the same rest. things? Yeah, we like, we, like, we like the same things, yeah. We're having toes in the hole tonight. Are you cooking it from scratch? Yeah, and David said, no, we're not. We haven't put belly. And did, what did you say? I said, talk to Brooke. So for our listeners' sake, obviously they don't know Brooke. Um, do you want to just tell them a little bit about Brooke and what she does for you? Brooke is our, Brooke is our support staff. She, um, she helps us do the cooking and the cleaning. So does she teach you a lot, Heidi, so that you can do a lot more? She teaches us on the job. Yeah. And so do you find that she needs to do less and less as you're getting older? Probably, yeah. Yeah. So obviously there's so much going on in your life, but you've still got time for a very public Facebook page that I've been following quite a lot and seeing some wonderful stories and events and pictures and things. So for our listeners who would like to keep track of your progress and keep in touch in one way, shape or form, what's your Facebook page called and how do they find you? Um, Our Facebook is Heidi Crowley Living the Dream. And I'm Twitter as Heidi95, Heidi Craft Living the Dream. Excellent. Thank you very much. So I must admit, I haven't found you on Twitter because I've only just started using Twitter, so I have to look you up. So although it's Heidi Crowder Living the Dream, I feel like it's kind of Heidi and James Living the Dream now. Because <laughs> obviously you yeah. two are like a duo. Yeah. Well, the dynamic duo. <laughs> yeah, dynamic duo, but yeah, it looks like married life suits you both. My mum calls us a quick and kiss <laughs> What Do you prefer the dynamic duo then? Yes, I do. <laughs> so if people are listening to this right now and they're thinking, well, I've learned so much from this lady. I mean, you, not me. Um, and I'm sure they will be. What can they do to make a difference or what can they maybe do differently to make sure there's more inclusion? Um, what they can do, um, they can help. They can do the And how would they do that? So if you if you Google Dermot Discrimination, you can just donate on there. Or my mum normally puts links on the Facebook page. So there's links on the Facebook page for that, is there? 
Yeah, you can also um, Google discrimination. Downright discrimination. Yeah. That's a clever play on words. Who came up with that? Um, me. Did you? <laughs> because because that that is what it is. No, I know, but it's just it is a good play on words as well. That's great stuff. It just helps people kind of resonate and sit up and take notice. So, is there anything else you'd really like to share about stuff you love, things you're doing, or things you want people to know? Um, I want people to um people just to um just accept accept what they're given. It's been really really nice talking to you, Heidi. Uh, massive massive good luck wishes sending away for the court case and I really hope there'll be an injustice if you don't get what you want but I really hope that you do get what you want thank you uh, happy birthday for Saturday thank you thank you for listening to this podcast and we really hope you enjoyed it we'd love to hear your feedback so please do get in touch and don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss out on the other wonderful guest speakers we have lined up